Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do, and you feel inspired, and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there, how to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams, how to build beautiful relationships with people around you, how to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut, how to shift through fears and let things be easy, and many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. So, are you coming with me? Hi guys, welcome. Happy 1st of September. I mean, I'm recording this on the 1st of September at 2 a.m. actually. So the 1st of September started like two hours ago. And um, but anyway, yeah, happy September. I'm actually ready for the fall. (laughs) You know, I used to think, oh, did I tell you the story on my previous episode or not? I'm not sure. It's just that I told the story a bunch of times already to different people. <laughs> but um, in the case, I already told you about this. I'm going to say it again. The thing is that I used to think that my favorite season was summer, but that's because I used to leave. Oh, I remembered where I was saying that. I was writing a blog post about this. Never mind that. So... That's probably because I was, not probably even, that was because I used to live in West Siberia. And, you know, the summer there was like plus 15 to plus 30 Celsius. And, like, it could be plus 30 one week and then plus 15 for, like, the next couple weeks with rain and... It was just not enough warm days. And this summer, I moved to the middle area, like central Russia. And it's freaking hot. It was freaking hot. Like all summer, it was uh, like plus 35 degrees Celsius. And I got tired of it. And I'm excited. I feel comfy and cozy. And when I think that, oh, it's fall time, I'm like... You know, I have this warm feeling inside, like, ah, it's going to be cozy. It's going to be a little bit colder outside, but not that cold, not like minus 35 degrees Celsius. And I have this image of me looking outside the window when it's raining and I'm, you know, covered in in a blanket, um, sipping my cocoa, cacao, or what's like, I thought it was called cocoa, but now I hear people call it cacao. Anyway, like with marshmallows and stuff and sugar and milk, like soy milk. And I love this fantasy. I'm excited about fall. So yay. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations to all of us. We survived the summer. Anyway, 
So I'm going to share with you today my perspective on the haters. Um, I was rereading the blog post that I was going, like that I was preparing for today's episode. Like I was reading and finding like what's valuable and what I'm going to read to you this time. Um, and I found this blog post that I shared like again two years ago. Uh, somewhere in November 2019. Uh, and I was, I just had that insight uh, where I understood how it works. Like, what does it mean that we attract our trolls and our haters? And after I read this, I remember that I had a video on my YouTube channel about this where I talk more and deeper about, like, on the topic of haters. And that video is, like, from 2020. But, you know, since I have this video and, sin and since I had this post and they are connected, I decided to first read to you the post and then in the second part of this episode, I will add this recording from the video uh, from, the, from a year ago. And so this whole episode is going to be about haters, how to deal with them, how to work through triggers and how to stop attracting haters. But first... I'm going to read a not very long blog post that I wrote before that. So I'm not sure if you remember or not, but on my previous episode, I was reading to you my entries from July 2019. So after that, like I was doing a yoga challenge, not, not like yoga challenge, but you know, I had like 45 day yoga streak or something, can't remember. Um, and then after those blog posts, I took a break from blogging. And then like what I'm going to read to you today is like three months from then, from what I read to you on my previous episode, where I shared what changed in my life during those three months of summer, by the way. So it's going to be like also fall post, you know. And so the first post is going to be just life update from two years ago. And then the next post about haters and then the video, like then the recording about haters. So let's get into this. It's going to be interesting and useful because just because, because I strongly believe that the things I share, the insights I have are just gold and, you know, they help me, they help my students my clients and now they're going to help you and i'm excited about this so yay let's dive in august 29th what changed in these three months three months ago i was a person who tried to be as productive as possible every moment of every day i tried to read as much as possible i was listening to something like vlogs or lectures if i was busy and couldn't read i felt guilty for playing video games in my free time because it felt like I was wasting time. I was upset if I read a book that turned out to be absolutely useless and I couldn't give it up without finishing because starting and not finishing a book somehow also felt like a waste. Three months ago, I suffered from migraines weekly and believed my mind was uncontrollable, always processing something and often stuff I didn't want to think about. Then Esther Hicks happened in my life. I began listening to her workshops and reading her books. And I'm happy to say I'm a different person now. Within the last three months, I started and didn't finish two books. 
The first one was too depressing. And in the second one, the main character seemed like a person I didn't want to know more about. I learned to be able to relax when I wanted to relax, which is kinda all the time. I stopped feeling guilty for not being productive, meditation stopped being a struggle, and I finally began hearing the impulses and acting on them. I've learned to do what I feel like doing instead of what needs to be done. I feel calm and peaceful, and it's an absolutely different state from how I felt three months ago. I used to look for answers everywhere, and now I have all the answers I need, and I'm learning to chill little by little. I wanted my manifestations to happen as soon as possible, and it felt like nothing was working. Now I understand that everything has been unfolding step by step, and a huge work has been done this summer. I began to learn how to let myself be, how to just be quiet and concentrate on my breathing instead of always listening to something, reading, or watching something. I learned to appreciate the silence in my apartment and in my mind without feeling the need to fill it with lecture, a show, an audio course, a book, or something else, air quotes, useful. For now, it's the most important thing I'm able to do. No matter what I'm doing, I can just listen to the sounds around me and breathe. Welcome random thoughts that come, let them go, and keep breathing. Yes. I broke my yoga streak a few days ago. Now I just do yoga when I feel like it. I began sitting on a fit ball instead of a chair and I liked it. I can spend seven hours in front of my PC and I don't get headaches. September 15th. Haters and the law of attraction. Remember how they say that when people criticize something in you, it's not at all about you. And in reality, they're just insecure about the things they criticize within themselves. I just realized what it means not long ago. Before, it just didn't make sense to me, and I'm pretty sure haters still don't get how it works. How does it work? My favorite law of attraction. Here's how I understand it. You feel insecure about your nose, for example. It bugs you. It's too big. You think everyone notices it. You try to hide it on photos, use filters to make it look smaller, and you pay attention to other people's noses. You think... Why can't my nose be just like hers? Or, wow, hers is even uglier than mine. And then you see a girl on Instagram with a big nose. You feel sad for her, but it seems like she doesn't see a problem. You know for sure that if she fixes it, she'd look much better. So you write a comment under her photo asking her if she at least ever noticed her nose was huge. And then you find yourself blocked and you don't know why. The thing is, though, that... In this example, the law of attraction works both ways. And if you worry about something a lot, you'll attract people who'll keep reminding you about it, just because this problem is active in your vibration. So, if you received a comment about your nose once, and you haven't ever thought it was too big, so you looked in the mirror and thought, my nose is cute, what is she talking about? You're fine. But if you get comments like this daily... Chances are you probably don't like your nose and attract people who don't like it either and don't hesitate on telling you about it. The idea I really liked from the Law of Attraction book is that you not only attract people with similar vibrations, you also attract qualities of a vibration similar to yours from different people. I had an opportunity to test this idea a bunch of times. When I watched some show or something and got all worked up by something and the thought that everyone is out there to get me, was active in my vibration, even my favorite viewers were annoying as hell, let alone all the newcomers. 
But when I calmed myself down and thought how I loved the people I chatted with and how I enjoyed streaming, we all had a good time, and even if a random troll passed by, I managed to just ignore them without wasting a tiny bit of my energy. So, I'd say that if you receive a lot of toxic criticizing comments, you probably do the same thing to yourself in your mind. And if you don't like this conclusion, I feel your pain. Why do you have to look for the reasons within you if you're a nice person and everyone around you are being jerks? Maybe because the strongest belief in your vibration is that no matter how nice you are, there are still a lot of people in this world who act like jerks just because they can. I've had the same belief for a long time and I'm still working on releasing it and choosing to believe the world is full of nice and kind people. You will see what you believe in, not vice versa. Love you, Dasha. Okay guys, and right after this post, I'm going to share with you that video about haters to dive deeper into this topic and to know how to work through triggers and how to, you know, stop attracting, how to find this belief within yourself that attracts haters and trolls and toxic comments and to heal it to stop attracting those people. So yesterday I posted a post on Instagram where I was talking about this guy, this hater that I had who called me selfish. And one of my viewers said that we often pay attention to 1% of haters instead of 99% of good people who support us. And that that role wasn't even worth my time that I spent on writing that article. And I wanted to address that because people always teach us that we need to develop a thicker skin and that we need to not take things personally. I totally agree with that, definitely, 100%. Your life would be so much easier if you wouldn't take things personally. But at the same time, it reminds me about a lot of videos that I've seen on Instagram, I mean on YouTube, where people say why positive thinking doesn't work for them. When they try to be happy and they try to concentrate on the positive and it just bites them in the ass because they start feeling more depressed after that. And this is where it kind of goes wrong. For you to be able to ignore trolls, you need to work through your feelings. Like, it doesn't happen just because you decided that you're not going to pay attention to them anymore. It happens because you've worked through the stuff and if they say something, it just doesn't do anything to you anymore and you just really don't pay attention to it. Not because you decided and because you swallowed all your pride and because you ignored all your feelings, but because you really stopped reacting this way. It stopped being painful for you. How do you do that? You work through this stuff. You journal about it. This is uh, the subject that I really wanted to talk to you about for a while, but I just didn't know how to do that, how to start. And I guess now it's time to tell you about how I worked with my limiting beliefs, how I worked with my hurt feelings. You need to address them. You need to feel your feelings. They are there for a reason. And your sadness even deepens when you ignore them, when you suppress them. Don't do that. But at first, when you start digging, you may notice that everything triggers you during the day, right? This is one of the reasons why I felt annoyed uh, all the time, where I couldn't uh, just make myself feel happy. It's because a lot of stuff used to trigger me during the day, and you just can't be happy when you get triggered by a lot of stuff. How I see why we get triggered, how I see this experience is something happened long before in your childhood. 
and you came up with a conclusion and then you see your life through that conclusion because the law of attraction works like this. You think that something is true and the universe shows you that, yes, this is true, yes, this is true. And you can decide that life is painful and you can decide that life is beautiful. And depending on what you believe, uh, you will attract the experiences like that. And so you had this painful memory somewhere deep inside of you and you get more experiences and more experiences that trigger the same belief, the same hurt feeling somewhere deep inside of you. And now you're like 25 or 30 or 40 years old and you still get triggered by things that remind you of that emotion that you had back then when you were a child. This is how it works. And you might not even remember this stuff anymore because you've grown and because your subconscious mind blocked those memories so they wouldn't hurt you that bad. But then something during the day triggers you and you don't understand why you just get pissed off, right? So when you start working, when you start digging, when you start journaling about this, you manage to go back in time and to open those feelings, those original feelings that made you feel, made you feel miserable and you uncover them and you feel them and then you get out of them because you realize that this was something that little baby you decided and it's not true it doesn't have to be true and this is how you grow and this is how you get rid of all those sad feelings and this is how you stop being triggered by stuff because it doesn't anymore remind you about the stuff that happened a long time ago so what do you do is you honor your feelings this is the main thing that you need to learn you need to know uh, this is the whole point of this exercise. If something triggers you during your day, if somebody said something and it made you angry, if somebody hurt you feeling somehow, if somebody did something not to you, but it still made you pissed off, you remember that, maybe you make a list, maybe you just remember, maybe if you have time, you do it right away. You take your diary, it doesn't matter if you type or if you write, I mean, I love writing, handwriting, but if it doesn't work for you, maybe you could open a camera and talk to yourself. Maybe you can just come to your mirror and talk to yourself in front of a mirror. Maybe you use your e-diary or something like that. So what you do is uh, you write down what happened, what made you feel bad without uh, sorting your thoughts out, without trying to be nicer than you are to explain stuff wisely like just write down your real feelings what do you feel how do you feel so you just write down the situation exactly how it happened how you saw it happen with with all your feelings with all your angriness and then you ask yourself how did it feel how did you feel when this or that person said that or did that and then you don't filter what is happening in your mind. You just write down everything, everything. You felt hurt. You felt upset. You felt like like they don't respect you. They like something else happened, and it reminded you of the situation. Maybe maybe the process of remembering situations similar to this one will start flowing when you feel like you answered this question. You ask yourself again, and how does it feel to like? And whatever you wrote in, in the answer, how, how did that feel? Like, for example, I'll give you an example of my process after I explain this. 
Uh, so and and you start answering again and and again like it's it's gonna be messy and it's gonna be full of hurt feelings that maybe even um don't have anything in common with the original situation but you just feel like it and there's just a lot of stuff going on in your mind and you just write it all down and then after that you ask and how did that feel and so and what you do is you unfold uncover all those you, you take layers of your feelings and um chances are after some like after some number of questions of the same questions of how did it feel and how did it feel and how does it feel and how does it feel you will find that situation that happened a long 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 time ago when you were a child and it just reminded you of that let, let me give you an example uh i was streaming and we were playing Overwatch with my viewers and I was AFK because I, I did something, I don't know, I was reading chat or I went to to get my tea or something like that during the game and I came back and one of my viewers said to me that he was healing me, my hero, while I was AFK and I felt hurt. I tried to suppress my feelings but I, I just felt bad and I was like, what do you mean? I didn't ask you, like, what do you want from me? You didn't have to do that and stuff like that. So I felt bad. And after the stream, I decided to address this because I had a pretty beautiful tool to, to deal with situations like that. And so I wrote, honestly, what happened that, that he said that. And then I asked myself, how did you feel? And I answered, I felt bad because he made me feel like I'm I'm a bad teammate and that maybe if this happens again they won't even play with me anymore and like I didn't ask him to do that but I didn't want to be a disappointment and then I asked myself how does it feel to be a disappointment and then again a new flow of uh, hurt feelings uncovered that I, that maybe they won't play with me and I just want to seem like I'm really good at this it felt like they don't respect me it felt like they like they they're trying to prove me that I'm a bad teammate and they are laughing at me and they think I'm no good and how did that make me feel? It made me feel that I will have to play by myself in my room again instead of playing with them. And you realize that it's it's not about the game, it's not about the Overwatch, and it's not about the stream anymore. And then I remember that I was growing up with two boys, with my dad's brothers. One of them is six years older than me and another one is four years older than me. So we were growing up together and they used to make fun of me because this is what kids do. And I remember that I had a choice. I even remember exactly that situation where we were playing together and they started laughing at me because like, I don't know, I did something funny, obviously. And I had this choice, like either I play with them and they make fun of me or I go and play by myself, but I don't really want to play by myself. I want to be with them because they're laughing in another room and I'm sitting here with my hurt pride and like I always have this choice. And it felt so painful when I remembered that, uh, that I nearly cried or maybe I cried while I was journaling because... Uh, by uncovering this and by getting deeper into those feelings, into those hurt baby feelings, I remembered that and I felt that and I felt sad and I felt 
uh, that they were laughing at me and and I had to choose either tolerate they laughing at me or be by myself and I didn't really want to choose and after that after I uncovered that situation after I felt those hurt um, sad feelings I started journaling from my now perspective from a grown-up Dasha explaining that it didn't have to be that way and the situation that happened today doesn't have to do anything with that he just let me know that he was healing me guys buy the game to play with me and the situation now is totally different and they know that we're having fun and they're not making fun of me uh, we're all just having fun together and nobody thinks that anybody else is stupid this is a totally different situation and back then it also didn't mean what i thought it meant they were just kids and, and kids just love you know and being funny and it doesn't absolutely mean that I was stupid I was beautiful and lovely and incredible child I just saw things differently and they didn't understand me and you start explaining it to yourself like you would explain it to your baby and you heal yourself from that and from that point after that you may say that you kind of develop thick skin, but not really. You just work through those emotions. And the situations like that just don't hurt you anymore. And this is how you heal yourself from those hurt feelings. But if you try to instead ignore your feelings to suppress them and tell yourself the things that people tell themselves or others to others all the time, that it's not about you, that... You should develop thicker skin, that criticism is good. It will only make you feel worse because those things trigger you for a reason. And a reason, no matter how childish it may seem when you uncover it, it was strong enough to create some limiting belief, to, to create some really painful memory uh, that still affects your life till this day. So now that we've established that, there is one more thing, one more reason why you, you might attract trolls, haters, uh, people who want to have conflict with you. I understood it not so long ago myself, because you probably heard this or read this somewhere, that things that trigger us, that piss us off in other people, we have within ourselves too. This is why we get triggered by those things. And I couldn't understand it. I was streaming on Twitch and I used to meet a lot of people online who would just come to my stream and be mean to me for no obvious reason. They would come and say that I'm ugly or that I have a terrible accent or that my English is bad or that my Russian is bad or like all sorts of mean things. And based on that information, I would think, okay, so I get triggered, I hate how mean they are to a random person they don't know. And they're not worried about my feelings, they, they, they seem to want to hurt my feelings, like what the hell. So I'm supposed to have this quality too, this is why it triggers me. Like, in what world it wouldn't bug anybody if somebody random comes and, and calls them names. And I used to think, I'm not mean, I care about other people's feelings, I don't want people to get hurt, I'm usually nice. So there's nothing in common between those people who come and, and be mean to me and me. And this is not how it works. It's actually pretty simple and now I totally get it and I understand that it's true and it does make sense. Uh, and I heard it from Abraham Hicks first. I know I talk a lot about Abraham Hicks, but seriously, guys, 
they saved my life and I strongly recommend you to listen to just to just search for Abraham Hicks on YouTube and you will find a lot of videos on a lot of different subjects and go listen after this video. So there was this woman and she lived happily ever after with her men and they were not married and for her it was not a problem. She didn't really want to hurry into things and they were just happy and they were just they just loved each other and everything was incredible but there was just one thing that bugged her. She believed that people will think that their relationship is not serious if they're not married and she can't really call herself his wife because she's not really his wife. Other than that, everything was fine. She didn't want to hurry into things and like everything was fine. And she used to meet a lot of people, uh, a lot of relatives and friends who were just telling her over and over and over and over and over again that it's not serious. And they used to hurt her feelings and they used to make her even more depressed. And how Abraham explained it, and it makes total sense, is that it's not because of them. It's not because they used to be mean to her and say all this stuff um, that she felt bad. It's the opposite. It's because she had this idea inside her head that it's not okay. And she used to attract people who used to tell her that. So, and this is how it works. If somebody mean comes to my stream and says that I have a terrible accent, it's probably because somewhere deep inside I might worry about my accent and think that, oh my god, like I need to work on my accent. And, and I used to think that. I used to, um, you know, when I would say something on stream and it would come out wrong and I would scrub grammar or something like that, I would feel like, ah, oh, damn it, damn it, now they're gonna be saying that my English is bad or something like that. Or if they would come to my stream and say that I'm ugly, it's because earlier the day, for example, or a few days ago, I would have like a pimple on my face and I would think, oh my god, it makes me ugly, how am I gonna stream? And I just attracted this. So yeah, sometimes we attract people who just tell us things that we think deep inside and that are worrisome for us but we sometimes not even admit it to ourselves that we think things like that and i think that the the reason why i met that guy who was mean to me and who wrote a message calling me a selfish person was that I had this inner conflict inside of me where I couldn't find the perfect balance between, you know, being sensitive and, and supportive to other people, but protecting my own boundaries. And I, I couldn't find this balance. And on some level, deep inside, I kept believing that it has to be a fight, that setting your boundaries is painful for other people. And it's just a limiting belief. I understand it now and I will have to work through it, I guess. But it's just that we attract people for a reason. We are co-creators. And if somebody said something mean to you, it doesn't mean that it's true. Like if a person uh, just, you know, showed up in front of your face somewhere on the street and said that you're a disgusting and terrible person, it does not mean that. You're a disgusting and terrible person. It does not mean that you should, you know, ignore him and develop a thicker skin so it wouldn't hurt you, for example. 
but it might mean that you think or thought so about yourself or on some deeper level still think so about yourself. Work with that. It can not hurt you and you don't have to pretend that it's not hurting you. You need to honor your feelings. That was the whole point of my rant today. And it's not true that you don't honor those 99% of people who are supportive. No, we honor them. We love them. We appreciate them. But when our feelings are hurt, they hurt. And you can't just say, oh my God, I'm so mean and terrible because I have this 99% of people who love me and appreciate me, but I don't consider the opinion and it doesn't matter to me at all. And instead I concentrate on the opinion of that one specific person and it hurts me. No, it doesn't have to be either or. We still notice those people who support us and we love them. I love you guys and I appreciate you and I'm very honored to have you in my life. Those of you who support me and who watch my videos and who come on my streams and who comment on my Instagram... I just love you all and you mean the world to me and your opinion means the world to me and I'm I'm very happy to have you. At the same time, I cannot decide that. I need to concentrate on you and I need to, you know, um, not take things personally when something, when that 1% of haters hurt me. No, it doesn't work like that. You need to honor your feelings. You're feeling them for a reason. And you need to, at the same time, remember that your happiness depends only on you and you can't make other people change. You can try to prove to that hater that you're a nice person and you're a lovely person and you're a very smart person. Chances are they will still think what they think and you will still think what you think. And there, you, you can change somebody else's opinion. What you can do is you can address your feelings. And you can take care of your hurt self, of that part of you that is really hurting. And you will just stop vibrating on that level. You will stop attracting those people. Because when you think you're amazing, when you think you're beautiful, when you think that you're fun and, and amazing and you just love and appreciate yourself the way you are, you will stop attracting people who think otherwise. They might still exist somewhere in the universe. They will just not be in your universe. This is how it works. So love yourself, appreciate yourself, care about yourself, learn the ways to address those hurt feelings inside of you, and then your reality will change and people will say, wow, you developed a thicker skin. How did you do that? And you will tell them that it's not about thick skin at all. It's about that you just don't feel like that about you anymore and you feel fine and this is why you just stopped attracting those people in your reality. You don't have to develop thick skin. You need to learn how to love yourself. Okay, my loves, I'm going to finish here. I hope this episode was useful for you and brought you a lot of value and I will see you in my next episode and thank you so much for listening. Love you all. Bye! Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.